Welcome to Trek Through the Scriptures podcast. In this week's sermon, Trust in God's Strength, we look at Daniel chapter 3, verses 13 to 30, and we see how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood firm in their faith and would not bow their knee to the king's idol and worship, and God's abiding presence protected them. Join me, Pastor Tom Marsis, as we again look to the good news of Jesus Christ found in the study of God's Word. A reading from Daniel chapter 3. Then Nebuchadnezzar in furious rage commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have made, well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it was usually heated, And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. Because the king's order was urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men, unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning, fiery furnace. He declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then they came out from the fire, and the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of those men. The hair of their heads was not singed, their cloaks were not harmed, and no smell of fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him, and set aside the king's command, and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb, and their houses laid in ruins. For there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. 
Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. This is the word of the Lord. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Trust in God's strength. So we continue our trek through the scriptures over the last several weeks. We have heard again and again God sending his prophets to the people, both of the nation of Israel and the nation of Judah, and reminding them of their sinfulness, calling them to repentance, and that if not, uh, they would be taken off into captivity. It's a message that we heard over and over again. And indeed, we saw Israel taken off into captivity by Assyria and ultimately disappear and often referred to as the 10 lost tribes of Israel. Well, as we turn to Daniel today, we see that uh, God's punishment, God's providence has impacted Judah. Uh, they're, they've been taken off into captivity. And so we turn now specifically to Daniel chapter 3, verse 28. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him, and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. This is the word of the Lord. King Nebuchadnezzar, the greatest king of Babylon, in ancient writings, we see that Babylon was known for one of the seven ancient wonders of the ancient world, the Hanging Gardens. And indeed, we hear great exploits of Nebuchadnezzar and all the various peoples that he conquered as he came in after the Assyrians as the great empire of the world around us. But Nebuchadnezzar is not just mentioned in ancient writings in social settings. We know that King Nebuchadnezzar is mentioned over 90 times in the scriptures, mostly, of course, in the book of Daniel. But it shows how God is a God of history, working in and through history. And he uses history as he describes and brings his message to his people. And so as we turn now to Daniel, we want to think for a few moments what it was like. Now, remember that over... Nebuchadnezzar came in and conquered Judah and had taken the first time the youngest, the brightest, the wealthiest, the most informed people off into captivity. And that included Daniel, whom later, of course, we know was thrown into the lion's den. We remember that story from Sunday school. And now we see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were among that as well. But also be reminded that it wasn't a way, it didn't control the people of Judah. They still rebelled. And of course, Nebuchadnezzar came back again and took a, the second off into exile. So the children of Israel have been led off into exile. They are living in a foreign land with a lot of different foreign people. How difficult that must have been. And for Nebuchadnezzar, he had all these various people that he had conquered. He brought them off into exile. And Nebuchadnezzar had what he thought was this great plan. I'm going to get it so they're all going to worship the same God. And so we're going to be unified as a people. And so what he did is he built this huge golden statue of himself, over 90 feet tall, huge. And he said that when you heard the sound of the music, you needed to bow down and worship the statue. In other words, worship me. 
He talks about that in the earlier ch- portions of chapter 3 in Daniel when it says nations and people of every language, this is what you are commanded to do. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, zyre, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has sent up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into the blazing furnace. And that's where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego come into the story. You see, they knew that Nebuchadnezzar was not their God. They knew that they should not worship him. Remembering back to command, the first commandment, thou shalt have no other gods before me. And they did not. They defied the king. Now, of course, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not just anybody. They were in, in the government. Again, remember, they were brought in that first wave. And so, uh, if not exactly the king himself, but others in his court would know who they were. And Nebuchadnezzar had them brought to him and gave them a second chance. Okay, I understand you didn't bow down, but you know what? Do it again. Do it now. And of course, they said, we don't need to even think about it. We know that we should serve no other God. We will not do it. Of course, Nebuchadnezzar had him bound up. He was so angry, he had the fire seven times hotter. Throws them into the fire. It's so hot that the people throwing in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego die. And yet, as the king looks into the fire, there's not three, but there's four. Jesus is there with them, protecting him and guiding them. Of course, this amazes Nebuchadnezzar. He wants to make sure that he's not seeing things. He has others help him do it. Ultimately, he has him called out. Not only were they protected, they didn't smell of smoke, they weren't singed. And indeed, their steadfastness and faith had an impact on the king. It was a part of our text for today when it said, even Nebuchadnezzar got it. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. We live in a society today that constantly is attacking our faith. It's not easy to stand firm in the faith social media, the world around us, in school, at work. Christians are not often well thought of, often ostracized from their faith. It's sometimes easier to be quiet and know that we have our faith, so to speak, but we don't necessarily need to share it. After all, I don't want to deal with that, or so I think. And we see that we sometimes think, well, I'm a Christian. I'm go to church on Sunday. I give my tithe. I read my Bible. Why am I having all this difficulty? And then, and then we're reminded of the gospel of John, where Jesus warns his disciples and says, if they persecuted me, Jesus says, they will also persecute you. So should we expect trouble in this life? Should we expect that the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh are constantly going to be attacking us and our faith? The answer is no. But it doesn't end there. Remember back to the fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not alone in the fiery furnace. Jesus was also there with them. And we have that same promise today at the end of Matthew. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. 
He is there with us day in and day out. He may not be physically standing next with us, but we are never alone. No matter what the trial, no matter what the problem the world is setting before us, he is there with us. And as we are called to go in the fire, we are reminded how we are refined by the troubles and trials of this life, refined by the fire of life. Indeed, just as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were refined, so you and I are refined. As we go through the trouble and come out on the other side, we know that our faith is strengthened and indeed our Savior is with us. What a beautiful picture to know that we are safe in the arms of Jesus, not just when things are going well, but even more importantly, when things aren't going so well. He's wrapped his arms around us. He wrapped his arms around us at our baptism and said, you are my own. I am with you now, and I will be with you always. Now, I'm going to admit that we're not going through the fires of life like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Fortunately, we're not threatened to be bound and thrown into a fiery furnace. And it might be easy to say, you know, it's easy to say that we're not going to bow down to a golden statue of Buddha or whatever. But let's face it. How easy is it for other gods in our life to creep in? Our job, our spouse, our kids our bank account, how often do we bow down to those and not give a witness to who and what we are in Christ Jesus? Yes, my friends, all these thousands of years later, there's still the fires of life that we are called to walk through, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. But we don't do it, we can't do it on our own. Our Lord and Savior promises that he's there with us. He strengthens us. Every time we hear his word read, he strengthens us every time when we come before the rail to receive his very body and blood so that we might be prepared, we might be ready, we might boldly walk through the fires of this life. My friends, Jesus says, I am with you always. Just as he was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he's here with you now to be with us, to lift us up, indeed, to strengthen us in our daily walk of faith. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon on our trek through the scriptures. This podcast is a ministry of Zion Lutheran Church in Bismarck, North Dakota, to contact us, learn more, or for more resources on the journey, please visit zionbismarck.org or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. You can check out our weekly podcast discussion of the upcoming readings, which can be found on our website or on other platforms where podcasts are found. This podcast was made possible by a grant from Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We thank them for their support. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week as we continue our exploration of God's story as it points us ever towards the good news of Jesus Christ. Have a great week.